The following is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on anything being discussed, consult your medical doctor. Welcome to Heart Health with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefald. Heart Health is a local call-in health show designed to educate and inform you of the most up-to-date information for not only maintaining a healthy heart, but a healthy body. Call us with your health questions at 919-860-9783. You can get better, stay healthy, and spot medical misinformation just by listening to the show, Heart Health Radio, Saturdays at 12 noon on WPTF. Here is Dr. Franklin Weefald. Good good day to you, sir. Good day. I had a good week. How about you? I did. I know. I didn't get sick. Well, I want to give a shout out. Uh, about a personal thing when a time comes. Yeah. I did have a little bit of uh, under-the-weather business. Yeah. But because my immune system has been exposed to dirt and animals and <laughs> dogs, everybody else in my office that lasted three or four days, I was done in about 24 hours. What was it? A, uh, yeah, a just some sort of virus. Probably a type of coronavirus, one that we have immunity to. And we're going to talk about the difference between just general coronavirus and the coronavirus. Yeah, they're trying to come up with a decent name. I've so, seen Novel coronavirus. I don't know. Novel? Or Novel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, we'll talk about the numbers on that, but we're going to talk first. Oh, and we've also got fake news in a few minutes um, introducing somebody we call the Water Lady. The Water Lady. Which is a bad nickname for her because she says she doesn't drink water ever. Ever, ever. <laughs> we'll talk. And she says she's very healthy because of it. And more water for me. Uh, yeah, right. There's, <laughs> there's more left over. So you say about vegetarians. More meat for me. We're topping the, uh, the show today with heart attack risk factors you may not know. Well, it's heart month. And so every uh, show we're going to start off with heart things mm-hmm. because – this is my favorite month of the year for two reasons. Valentine's Day, yeah. and it's my birthday. Oh, that's good. Happy and birthday. It's, yeah, and I'm getting older and wiser. And then there is um, Heart Month, and it's, it's a wonderful time for all of us to reflect. Uh, it's still the number one killer, and yeah. we're, we're doing good things, bringing down death rates and incident rates. Now, we all know risk factors. Number one is family history. And it doesn't mean if your parents had it, you're definitely going to have it. But there are probably hundreds of genes involved with developing heart disease. So Mm -hmm. if you have a family history, you need to be vigilant about your heart. Diabetes, type 1 and type 2, the high sugars, tend to destroy the arteries or damage the arteries. High blood pressure, same thing. Inflammation of the arteries, damage to the arteries. Uh, High cholesterol, um, and and that's, you know, probably next to family history, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the most important one. There are really good cardiologists who would say that that's not true, but I believe it's true. So family history, high cholesterol, diabetes, um, high blood pressure, and male gender, men tend to get it more. Oh, but okay. I think that one of the big ones, and these are the ones we're going to talk about today, they're related to stress. And we've talked before, stress leads to inflammation. And it's that old bugaboo, uh, jazzed up immune system, causes the arteries to be inflamed and can lead to a blood clot and a heart attack. So a new study, something that we've talked about before, is working all night. Oh, really? 6P to 6A. And 
The problem is everybody that I know who works night, and it's the nurses are my the night nurses are heroes. Okay, right. But they've got families, most of them, and they've got to stay up and take care of their kids. And then you know they work three twelve-hour shifts. What do they want to do? They want to switch back during the week to a normal shift, and so it's very difficult. And that stress on your body and shifting back and forth is really really tough. Believe it or not, eating on the run. Oh sure. Yeah. Well. Meals are a stress reliever for us. We sit down, we take a deep breath, we try to forget about work. We Food is very important. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a relaxing activity. So I do it all the time. You know, grab a burger, grab a hot dog, I, munch it by, you know, the, yeah. the workbench and then move on. Now, I've, so, been told, I've been told, sit down, yes. take a meal, yes. don't eat in the car. Right. In not because the car is a bad place to no. eat, but because you just end up eating more. Well, and the other thing is, have you ever noticed my ties and my shirts are all stained? Because I grab a Big Mac and I'm driving down the road and I can't keep this stuff, the goop, from falling on me. All right, sleep apnea. And I, I, we've talked yeah. about this and talked about this. I think Pam's probably sick of hearing me. Pam is my transcriptionist. She's probably sick of hearing about sleep apnea. Yeah, no, no. Sleep, eat, is uh, drink water. All these things are essentials to maintaining our body. Sleep apnea is a death knell. And if you have sleep apnea, if you're tired all the time, if you don't know you have sleep apnea, and you don't have to be big, you don't have to be heavy and obese. Mm-hmm. I've got plenty of skinny people with sleep apnea. And, you know, we used to call it the Pickwickian syndrome. Did you ever hear about that? Yep. It came from... A Charles Dickens novel, and the guy, it's called The Pickwick Papers, and the guy's name was Joe. And if you ever want, get on the internet and and Google a description of the character Joe from The Pickwick Papers, and that is sleep apnea. The best description I have ever heard. He was a very heavy guy. Yeah. If you're tired all the time, wake up with a morning headache, uh, fall asleep in the afternoon, Go to your doctor and ask him or her if you could possibly have sleep apnea. Apnea is when you occasionally stop breathing. Yeah, Am okay. I correct? If you're listening out there yeah, and I your spouse or your bed partner sounds like this, <laughs> and that is yeah. trying to get the air in, yeah. and there's an obstruction in the back of your throat. Now, remember, you have to breathe through your nose in stage four sleep. That's the sleep. That when your brain shuts down and allows the channels to open up and drain out the poisons. Now, one thing that I've not um, talked about a lot yeah. is the Frank sign. The okay? what? The Frank sign. Earlobe creases. We actually mentioned it once. Yeah. But horizontal earlobe creases. I learned about this 40 years ago at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. Yeah. And it's true. So if you have horizontal earlobe creases, it doesn't mean you're going to die of a heart attack. It means that you are at higher risk. We don't know why, but that needs to be checked out, too. All right? And then the other thing for heart, I I get questions all the time. What is the Widowmaker heart attack? Yeah. And I just want to be very brief on this. Uh, It is not that common. It's the artery that feeds blood to the front of your heart called the left anterior descending. Yeah. The front of your heart has the most power. If you lose that... You lose a great deal of heart muscle. So it is a heart attack that occurs when there's a cholesterol blockage very, very high up so it in the artery, and it clots, and it cuts off the flow of blood to the entire front of the heart. 
that can lead to such an electrical disturbance that the heart stops beating and there's sudden death, sudden cardiac death, SCD. So if you wonder what the widow maker is, it's also a widower maker because it can happen to women. Sure. It's not just a male thing. So if you have chest discomfort, sweatiness, dizziness, lightheaded feelings, a, a feeling of impending doom, don't yeah. wait. And if you think you have bad heartburn. Feeling of impending doom? doom? Oh, that's a big one. I felt like my life was coming to an end, the widow maker, because your whole heart is not getting enough blood flow. Wow. Call 911. It's okay if there's a false alarm. Sure. I just had a patient, severe heartburn, uh, told his wife, don't worry about it, was clutching his his bottle of Mylanta. Finally, he went to yeah. sleep, went away, got up. It was really bad. Called 911, had a Widowmaker lesion, artery, yeah. and he's doing fine now. Okay. But just don't blow it off. Like millions of Americans, I've had heart stents put in. And you're doing great. I'm doing fine. I, you know, I've lost some weight. I've taken some pressure off the heart. But here's my question. I do have nitroglycerin. Yeah. And if I have those symptoms you just said. Pop a nitro. Pop a nitro. And feel and free. If you have aspirin around. Yes. Yeah. Unless you've had a major bleed in your head before. I, I tell them, not only yeah. carry nitros, carry Baby aspirins, 81 milligrams, and carry them non-coated. Most of the aspirins now are coated. Okay. And that means it's going to take a lot of digest, so you don't want to hurt your stomach. Take the non-coated ones, put them in your pocket, and then if you're having these symptoms, take four of them right. and chew them. And call a doctor. Chew them. Oh, call, call 911. Yeah, 911. Don't get, have your wife drive involved. you to the ER. Call 911. Okay. Uh, do you want to work, move on to the coronavirus right now, or how yeah, much time we have before the break? You can go ahead and take. All right, a well, couple there's of a very sad thing. Yes. Um, the doctor who first sounded the alarm in China, he got arrested. Yes, the Chinese society um, wants to keep things quiet. That's the problem. Yeah. There is something. I'm half Chinese, so I can say this. It's called saving face. And that means not getting embarrassed that there's something wrong. Yeah. So they arrested him. The police came and said, "Don't you dare." Let us lose face and, and think that Wuhan is, is a, a infected site. Sure. Well, the Chinese government, after the outcry, they got to let him out. He went back to work. And the sad thing is he yeah. died of coronavirus. Wow. That's yeah, very sad. Do you have his name again? Li Weng Li? Li Wen Lang. And I think we all should say, uh, tip our hats and say yeah. a prayer of thanks. Because this man had the guts to blow the whistle. Right. And not only that go back and and risk his life sure to try to save some of these other people so all right 34,963 so almost 35,000 confirmed cases and it's worldwide. not going down they do not have a handle yeah. on it I, it's a lot worse than i thought it was going to be yeah i did because you know ebola it mm-hmm. got contained pretty mm-hmm. you know it, a lot of people suffered but, you know, they don't have any treatments that are sh- for sure. But you know what they're testing? They're testing Tamiflu mm-hmm. along with HIV drugs. Cool. And they're hoping they can find one cross-reactivity that slows the growth of the virus and allows us to um, beat it. All right. We're going to move on to weirder and, as a result, happier news in just a moment. But also, 
encourage your phone calls. We had uh, Skip call in, but I, I wanted him to wait for just a moment. He probably just said, well, would, yeah, I'll call you back. Call so us, Skip. Skip. Yeah, please do. Also, if you have a question about anything you just heard or about your own health condition, please do call. Or any question at all. All right, 919-860-9783 is our telephone number on the Heart Health Radio Network. You're a fake, and you are lying through your teeth. You're irrelevant, malevolent, and weak. You're fake news. Fake news. Oddly enough, this is not the only radio show you can find fake news. Uh, But we're going to label it as fake news and then Mm -hmm. declare it and and fix it. Uh, Here is Dr. Franklin Weefald at... The fake news desk. Right. Uh, poor Sophie Partick, I guess you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She has announced that she hasn't drank a sip of water yeah. in one year. Right. And she recommends it. I tell my listeners out there, ignore this. It's crazy. Our bodies were evolved to drink fresh water. Okay. It refreshes us. It expands our blood volume. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get tired in the afternoon. I realize I haven't had a glass of water lately. Right. And so what she's decided to do, and I'm not quite sure why she thought of this. I think probably some uh, chat room on the Internet, you know, anti-water group. So she gets her her fluid from what she eats. So, yeah, celery's got a lot of water in it. Um, uh, Broccoli, you know, she even claims the fish and the meat. Um, And so she hasn't had water in a year, and she's recommending everybody just stop drinking water. Sure. Now, the problem is, what if you live on (laughs) Cheez-Its? Yes, you you do. I mean, the point I'm trying to make is don't do this. Water is good. I don't know where these crazy people got this idea. Right. It's called dry fasting. But it's not just you don't have water for a day. You don't have water everywhere. And the thing was, she started getting puffiness in her eyes. And so she stopped drinking water to get rid of the puffiness in her eyes. And so, you know, she said she was bloated, all this other stuff. Eight glasses of water a day. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Keep yourself peeing all... Excuse me, am I allowed to say that word? Keep yourself urinating all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It flushes out the poisons and the toxins. Now, can you overdose water? Sure. I had a patient who drank water out of the toilet all day had a serum sodium of 110, and had a seizure. So you can dilute yourself out. Don't go crazy, but drink water. It's very good for you. Ignore Sophie. She's a yoga instructor, so yes. I would hate to be in her yoga class. I the, just hate would be in her yoga class. As the only elementary school teacher in the room, I would like to say that the headline of the article, woman hasn't drank water for a year. In fact, the past participle of drink is Drunk. Drunk. So the correct article should have been said, a woman hasn't drunk water for a year. Okay. Later on, we'll cover the the word, I drug him all over the house. Yes. We'll talk about that. Absolutely. Now, the other thing is that fake news for coronavirus is really sad. Yeah. And what they're saying now is that it's a government plot. Just like they said HIV Mm -hmm. was a plot by uh, President Reagan to destroy um, those people who were infected. Well, now they're saying that coronavirus is created by the government, and the way they know that yeah. is you look at a Clorox bottle yes. from, say, 10 years ago, All right. and it says destroys coronavirus. So Lysol, 
destroys coronavirus. Now, remember, and this is why I think we need to come up with a new name. I think it should be the Wuhan coronavirus. But then again, that would poison Wuhan. There are hundreds of types of coronaviruses, not just one. In fact, the common cold I got this week was a coronavirus, I'm sure. The coronavirus that's coming out of Wuhan and spreading over the world came from, they think, either a snake or a bat that was in the wet market, that's what they call it, where these people decide to eat um, crazy animals. Now, Mm -hmm. why is that in China? People don't realize there there was starvation and famine in cycles throughout Mm -hmm. China, and these people had to develop a taste for bats, had to develop a taste for rats, dogs, because there was nothing else to eat. And so in that culture, it became common to eat dogs and cats and bats and rats and yeah. you know all these crazy animals that we don't eat now and the reason why we're getting sick is called uh transmission uh from animals that we normally don't get exposed to to their common cold viruses now wow. animals get common colds and, and they and, don't get sick from the wuhan coronavirus and coronavirus right. or corona is a generic term right. for a bunch of diseases bunch of that have viruses. been around a while. Right, and the reason why they call it coronavirus is because when you look at it under the microscope, there's a coro- corona, right, a circle around it of proteins, and that's how it got the name. Draw so, yourself a draw yourself a cartoon picture of a sun. Yes, you know those little triangles you draw around the circle. Those are and the that's corona. what distinguishes right. the coronavirus. Right. Okay. All right, one more. I'm mad at the American Heart Association. My um, uh, great organization, they have saved thousands, if not millions, of lives. Right. They're biased against vaping, and I don't know why. I have no idea why they don't see that cigarette smoking, yes, it's bad for you. Yes, it can kill you. But as a smoker, Mm -hmm. I love it. And it is something that you either love or you don't love. It's self-medication mm-hmm. for anxiety to calm you down. So we have to address nicotine addiction not as a moral issue mm-hmm. and not as something that, you know, oh, just quit smoking. You can quit smoking. No, you can't. And if you're addicted to nicotine, it's extremely hard. Vaping, as long as it's a, a reputable manufacturer, yeah. and I think Juul, there's another one. I, sorry, I can't remember the name of it. It's reputable. Yeah. They're attacking Juul, and maybe Juul shouldn't. Yes, they should not have made flavored e-cigs that teenagers want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they're getting rid of those. But nicotine addiction is it's just vape. Don't smoke. And if the problem with vaping, and they haven't come up with a method, mm-hmm. is that the warmth of the smoke... Yeah. Going down your lungs is pleasant. So if we can replicate that in a vaping situation, it's the tar that hurts you. It's the black stuff in smoke. It's yeah. not the nicotine. Now, there's lots of articles out there that nicotine may cause health problems. It's never been documented. So the American Heart Association Journal published a study that purported to show that vaping caused heart attacks. Well, what they did that I think is just reprehensible is they included in that group of people who, quote, unquote, had heart attacks and vaped, people who had heart attacks before they vaped. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. So you're looking for a grand total of people who vaped and had heart attacks. But their heart attack came before they vaped. Okay. So That doesn't make sense. It, and it's fake news, but sure. it's 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 terrible because it comes from a reputable institution 
And if you smoke, you need to quit. I need to quit for our health. Um, I am taking a calculated risk because I am choosing pleasure over my health at this point in my life. I quit for six years. Stress brought me back. Um, The story is a long one. But I'm going to try to quit this month. I am not going to promise. It's heart month. I'm going to try to inspire uh, my listeners who smoke. You are not bad people. You are not lazy. You are not morally corrupt. If a doctor just looks at you and says, you got to quit smoking, a lot of them say, I'm not going to take care of you, or you're not going to get your surgery unless you quit smoking. Yeah. But do they tell you how? Okay? Nope. And I'm saying, and we'll talk about smoking cessation at another point because I want to go into it in detail. Yeah. Vape instead and don't listen to what people say. It is far, even if it is slightly harmful. I don't know. There's no data on it. it if unless you're smoking the, you're vaping the home brews for marijuana. That's right. not tobacco. The marijuana right. stuff. You're going to get lipoid lung, and that's when you get lipid uh, deposits in your lung, and you can die from that. But if you want to grab something, grab a jewel. Don't get the flavored kind. Get you know just a regular old jewel and try it. And if you are not currently smoking or addicted to nicotine. Don't start. Stay away. Don't start. Let me just tell you what I used to do. What did you used to do? I was on this stuff called Copenhagen. Yeah. I chewed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the very rednecky and thing. why is that bad? This was 25, maybe 30 years yeah, ago. It, it is associated with mouth cancer. I okay. considered it a great form of birth control because as a 22-year-old, <laughs> there wasn't a single girl going to come near me while I had You don't know what's mouth. happening now. Oh, well, I don't In high schools in North Carolina, women are dipping. Okay. Girls are ju- dipping and chewing. I quit, and three to five years Later, every time I had a beer, you wanted to dip. I wanted to dip. Well, have you heard of snooze? S N U S. No, it's a pouch that comes from Scandinavia. Yeah, and it's very flavorful and tasty. I did that to quit smoking the first time. All right, and then I quit the snooze. We have more, but we'd love to hear from you. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is Heart Health on the Heart Health Radio Network. Now back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefold on AM680 WPTF. Listen to Heart Health Radio on Apple Podcasts or at WPTF.com. Our website is hearthealthradio.com. Dr. Weefold, we've got a bunch of things that are. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the the anti vaxxers are not only saying don't vaccinate now, they've gone beyond being just crazy, stupid people. And they've got these chat rooms where they give out medical advice. Yeah. And now they're saying don't take pills either. So there was a um, woman, a four-year-old son who had influenza, and she gets on the chat room, and she's got a prescription for Tamiflu. Yeah. And what do they tell her? Mm. Stop! Tamiflu's going to kill your kid. Elderberries... And find him some breast milk. Really? Oh, my God. I am just angry as I'll get out. And, th- and the, the child, four years old, he died. <sighs> Got acute respiratory distress, lungs filled with fluid. Now, he had a better chance. He obviously had a horrible immune reaction, inflammation reaction to the influenza virus. Yes. But the Tamiflu has definitely been shown 
to reduce the progression. And in a mild case, it gets you better quicker. Right. So where do these people come off being uh, medical um, people? Right. Yeah. Well, people are given advice, you know, political advice, all sorts of advice that's uninformed. Get off these chat rooms. On the radio. or yeah. Sorry. on the <laughs> meant, I meant on the internet, but yeah, on the radio too. Stephen in Raleigh, how are you? Hello. Hey. Good to hey. hear from you. Welcome to the yeah. show. You're on. Okay. Uh, I'm in my mid-60s. I'm in uh, pretty good health, but I don't handle stress very well. And when I get in a stressful situation or think of something stressful, I feel a tightness in my chest. So is that something I should worry about? That is an excellent question. Uh, stress, uh, anxiety uh, raises the epinephrine levels, in, and that's adrenaline, you know, fight or flight. Right. Makes yeah. your heart race. And the tightness in your chest um, is called globus, G-L-O-B-U-S. That's actually a medical term. It can mm-hmm. be several things. Um, one, it can be your heart, and the arteries can spasm in response to that kind of stress. And it's important to have that checked out. It can be spasming of the esophagus in response to acid reflux. When you get stressed, the acid is produced in your stomach at high levels. Mm -hmm. It can go up your esophagus through uh, the diaphragm opening and cause the esophagus to spasm. The other thing would be, believe it or not, is asthma. Um, Because when you get stressed, the uh, bronchioles can constrict. Now, I got something really exciting to tell you about <laughs> having these spells. And I am going to, at the next break, I'm going to look on the Internet because I'm getting old. I'm younger than you, but I'm old. Um, I'm in my early 60s. Um, there's a new device, and I'm not so sure a device is necessary. But one of the things that devices can do is tell you to do this, and that's take deep breaths. And so what this device is, it's like an inhaler, but there's no medicine. And it's got a little flutter valve on it. And you put it in your mouth and you take these slow, deep breaths in. And what does that do? That initiates a negative nerve response to counteract the adrenaline. And it gives you a beep and a buzz. And they're doing studies with it. Now, the reason why I'm saying it might not be a bad idea before it's been proven it's because deep breaths are the first thing that I tell my patients to do when they feel the stress coming on. And the best thing to do is take a time out. If you're at work at your desk, go into the men's room, open up the, the thing. Uh, what's that called? The door. <laughs> Sit on the toilet. And, <laughs> you do that just Yeah, the door. What's it called? The stall. You go That's to that place is. where you go when you have to yeah. go? Yeah, that okay. place. And yeah. deep, slow, <laughs> controlled breathing is, I think, uh, in some ways better than medicine. So this new device, yep. it's on, uh, and I'm, I'm at the break, I'm going to look it up on the Internet and give you the name. I'm not saying rush out and buy it. I'm saying I'm intrigued. And if you want to buy it and try it, I would love to see what you're, uh, what, how you do with it. But yep. if, in the meantime, get that tightness checked out, a stress test, uh, something yep. like that. Talk yep. to your doctor. But Okay. It, it could be it could be it's just globus G L O B U S which is the tightness feeling when you have stress. Yeah. Well, I'll try the the breathing. Here. Did it help? Yeah. Great. Great. Well, right, check this device out. Let me know. Yeah. 
right. Thank Thanks you, for Stephen. calling. Great, yeah. a great question. It was a great question. Especially point. in Heart Month. Globus. So much stress in this world. Yeah, you know. People say, though, let me tell you. Yeah. The modern world is killing us. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. In 1900, we died at 40. Yep. Now we die at 80. The modern world is saving us. It's how we look at it. Now, you go back to the medieval age. What was right. in, you know, have you ever heard that term? I'm going to get medieval on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you walk down the street, you never knew when a knight in shining armor was going to decide to cut your head off. And he was allowed to do so because he was a knight in shining armor. Sure. And, you know, the pestilence, disease, everything's hurricanes are a product of global warming. Look up Galveston, Texas at the turn of the century. Yeah. Before we had hurricane warnings. Right. Stage four, what is it, class four, category four, no, five. And they all went to Galveston's a, a beach town, and they all went down to look at these great waves that were coming in. The category five storm hit, and they all got killed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't, flooding. Oh, yeah. You know, you know how Herbert Hoover got his start? No. Yeah, because there was a huge flood on the Mississippi, and literally hundreds of thousands of people were without homes. Now, you, did we have FEMA? The federal emergency management system? Then? No. No, we just moved So on. his claim to fame was, and got him going, is he's on his own, with the federal government help, organized relief, and got these people what they needed. So, listen, times aren't bad now. They right. just aren't compared to our situations in the past. I just think there are a lot more stressful people, but that might just be me. Hey, you're stressing me out here, guy. That I go to work, my regular work, and I... Look around me at a staff meeting, and I just say, you know, 100 years ago, <laughs> we'd have bonked you on the head. That'd be the end of it. Right. Okay. Oh, there was corporal punishment when I was in uh, elementary school. I remember- no, no, I'm not talking about the students. I mean, I mean the adults. <laughs> yes, yes, corporal yes. Corporal punishment for them. No, well, in some way. Yeah. I mean, back uh, 100, 200, 300 years ago, we had less stress because if somebody really bothered you, then there was a violent incident, and one of you didn't go to work the next day. Right. So, you know, I, I think in modern we are times... We're not we proposing going back to violence. Absolutely not. We are very gentle Yeah, people. we're very gentle. I'm just saying that's what causes mm. stress. People who, who need to be straightened out, who refuse to be straightened out. But, I'm just telling you. But it's how you react. If, you, if they're stressing you out and you say, I've got a great family. Right, I right, have right, my right. health. I'm breathing. I'm not going to let them bother me. Okay. All right. But then you get all pissed off. Excuse me. You get all mad. I do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might even now. Um, There's a story about human trafficking and medical students. That medical students don't know anything about identifying medical uh, human trafficking. Should they? Let Let me just say this. The concept that doctors should be able to just find out everything and be responsible for right. everything. So one of the big things with Obamacare, um, it's probably not a bad idea because I'm going to get in trouble if I criticize it, was documenting whether your female patients were victims of domestic abuse. Yes. And you have to ask. And you have to document in your notes or you can be in trouble with uh, Medicare because you're not asking and not documenting whether victims of, of – and, and, and it's a good thing. You want to identify – and, and prevent domestic abuse. But is it really our responsibility? I mean, I'm petrified that, you know, a woman who I had no idea was being abused and right. is severely injured by whoever her domestic situation people are. Right. And then they grab a note and they see that I never asked her 
if she was a victim of domestic abuse. Am I responsible? I mean, I'm, I'm one of these 1% people in the world. I'm a doctor. Right. I'm an easy target. It's just like the opioid abuse thing. We're easy targets. Right. Um, so medical students now, are they going to be the, the, you know, the turnstiles for picking up uh, sexual trafficking, sex trafficking? Are we going to be responsible for this? Medical students have enough on their plate. Do you know how difficult it is? With all the subtle aspects of picking up a sex trafficked woman or man or boy or girl, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why load that on to medical students when they need to ha- diagnose lung cancer? They need to have to figure out how to drag out of the patient their symptoms yeah. in order to save them. And, you know, that's what the cops are for, I'm afraid. And so yeah. are we going to get in trouble if some woman is sex trafficked and we haven't picked it up? It's yeah. craziness. and It's craziness. If you've been to the doctor lately, I, I don't know where it was, a regular GP or whatever. I, I had an injury, and they asked me, do you feel safe at home? Oh, my God. Yeah, do, you, do, I, do I feel safe at home? I told them no, but it didn't do any good. You know, you know my why? My wife is still there. You were wearing those sleeveless T-shirts. You know what they used to be called? <laughs> yes, I know. I know. No, no, wife no. beaters. Where did that come from? I was just, I, I'm just saying, do you feel safe at home? Okay, and they check that box. That's what that's about. Yeah. Liability. But, okay, let me tell you something, though. That is not enough to find out whether you're being abused. Right. Do you know how hard it is to drag out and, and be careful uh, to find right. out if someone's a victim of abuse? I mean, it can't, not just you feel safe at home. I mean, it, it would take a half an hour to 45 minutes mm-hmm. to really do it right. And if you miss that or if you miss human trafficking, are we going to get sued? Are you going to get sued? And That's I the think question. Now that the American uh, uh, medical establishment is saying that we're responsible, yes, we could get sued. Okay. Telephone number is 919-860-9783. He is Dr. Franklin Weefall. The, the waiting room is open. You can call right now. And if you have a question about your medical care, please do share. And then Dr. Weefold will give you some advice about what you can take to your own doctor. 919-860-9783 on the Heart Health Radio Network. Well, you know you make me want to kick my heels up and down. Radio, we shout out somebody or some organization or doing good things. Who is on the shout out? Well, today? she's on the line, and I, I think it's great she called in. Donna, I mean, she, my countryman, and I'm sh- I was about to shout it, but I realized that would hurt the microphone. No, yeah, don't. Donna is one of my favorite people. She's a patient. Um, she's healthy. Uh, we've she's on some meds and she's doing well. Her daughter Heather Pardue has trisomy 21 or Down syndrome. She has oh three chromosomes for 21 she is wonderful just let's, a great person let's put donna on. Yeah. hi donna and, hello, hello donna hey, hey. tell hey. us about why i'm shouting you out night to shine and you organize this in goldsboro uh the tim tebow foundation give us a a story about night to shine oh my there's a lot of stories about night to shine um it's a special it's a prom for special need individuals that Tim Tebow Foundation has uh, had for the last six years. Goldsboro, this was their first time um, holding it. Um, it's um, granted through the foundation, but it's through First Baptist Church. 
And we had 150 special need individuals at our prom last night. All sorts of different diagnoses, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. From 14 years and up, and everyone had a buddy. Um, I had a letter, uh, a text this morning from a, um, one of the group homes that said they are still talking about last night. Well, of course. It was wonderful. I was there, um, and I got there late. I was supposed to walk my favorite girl Heather down the um, red carpet, and of course, you didn't tell me it was six. You told me it was seven, uh, but you disagree. <laughs> but tell us about Tim Tebow and and his contributions, because I think he's one of my heroes, Ted Te- uh, Tim Tebow. He really is. Even though he is a gator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim Tebow's foundation is based on uh, faith, love, and hope, um, and he has really. Um, expressed his love and uh, for people that are underprivileged and especially people who are special needs. And it has really touched my heart, of course, with uh, with Heather. Um, but also, just the blessings that we have received by doing this was unbelievable last night. I think I probably cried more there last night than I have the rest of my life. Wow. Um, tell tell it, us who else was there. Miss Miss Goldsboro. And oh, who, Ms. Goldsboro. You had some, you had some highfalutin people. And all of her princesses. Uh, and they stayed the entire time, um, dancing with everyone, having a great time, having their pictures taken. It was just a wonderful, wonderful night. Who were the military dudes? Um, they were from Southern Wayne High School and uh, ROTC. ROTC. Uh huh. And That's Eastern awesome. Wayne High School. And they, the Southern Wayne High School ROTC, were at the end of the red carpet and with their sabers, so all the, um, the honored guests could walk under the sabers as they walked into the banquet hall. Now, they had one in Goldsboro, also in Raleigh last night, right? Was it all the same night? Yes. Um, He has um, it all in one night um, throughout the country, out the world, actually. He has 720 churches um, that are doing this all over the world, and he does it all in one night. Well, and he uh, travels to some of them. So Donna called me or texted me about, what, a month and a half ago and said, look, you're going to be there, Dr. Weefall, yeah. but you got to have a background check. <laughs> really? Yeah, they thought I yeah. was some kind of criminal. But I guess no, it was in the off chance that Tim Tebow was going to show up. And uh, I tell we you, this hoping. is the world today. This yeah, we were hoping. Today. He went all over the world. Um, um, last I saw last night when I, when I got home, he was in Tallahassee. Yeah, tell us tell us the name of the church again that you're with. First Baptist Church in Goldsboro. And so next year, listeners, call up the First Baptist Church in Goldsboro. Give a dollar. Give five dollars. Sure. It's a great it costs twenty grand to run this well, thing. Yeah. Tim Tebow good. gave a big chunk, but Donna raised the rest. Listen, we gotta run, but love you hey, to death. I called to wish you a happy birthday tomorrow. Oh happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Take God care, bless Donna. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. By the way, the Goldsboro Daily News was there and took a lot of pictures. They're awesome. So if you, this was basically what a prom for I was kids who ordinarily up. wouldn't go to yeah. the regular prom. I had my favorite tie. I had yeah. my you know highfalutin jacket and shoes on. I looked really you. good. Good for I you. Well, real. maybe you're in the picture. Put it on, I'll put it on the website. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's talk about the concept of digital medical information yes i'm i don't like it but some people do like it the fact that you can go to a doctor that you've never gone to before they already know every medicine that you're on well and and maybe i disagree i think it's actually a good thing as long as this doctor 
is known to be part of your medical care system, and mm-hmm. you have contracted with this doctor to be your doc- a doctor right. for right. you. But the legacies of Obamacare, I don't want to make it a every week thing, but they drive me crazy. The, the legacies of Obamacare can be positive. More people have insurance. But in my mind, and I'm going to tell you this, I think that Obamacare destroyed American medicine. From my point of view as a physician, we've talked before about how we have to get the medical record done in crazy amounts that people will never read so we can document we, quote, unquote, did what we did and we're not crooks and we can make our 60-buck office visit. But the electronic medical record has become a monopolistic gambit. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a nurse who had developed her own little medical, you know, PC-oriented medical record. Yeah. Michelle Obama's good friend. And it's called Epic. And now it's a quadrillion billion, billions and billions of dollar company that has taken over not only hospitals, but doctor's offices. And it's terrible. We call it Epic Disaster. Now, how did it get its its upfit? I'm sure that it was because of the relationship they had with the powers that be in getting electronic mechorads out. She was one of the first to ramp up, and it's an epic disaster. You can't communicate from one type of, of EMR to the next. Now, they're going to develop a federally mandated thing where you have to be able to communicate, and there's going to be a clearinghouse, etc. Guess who's against it? Epic. Epic. Why? Because it takes away from their monopoly. I mean, they if you're a doctor and you go to WaitMed, WaitMed spent a hundred million dollars to put Epic in. Think of that. Yeah. Not a million, not ten million, a hundred million dollars for an electronic medical record that's a disaster. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a doctor that goes to WaitMed and you're not part of the WaitMed system anyway, they're gonna say you should have Epic because it communicates directly. Well, I don't have Epic, but thankfully I can get on a different system. And WaitMed has allowed me to access their system directly through a filter, so yeah. I'm behaving, etc. Sure. But my EMR can't communicate with their EMR. Now that the federal government, Trump, wants to have a system in place for communication, then what would that do? That would make it so I don't have to have Epic. Mm-hmm. I don't have to spend umpteen hundreds of thousands of dollars for an epic system in my office when I have one that works beautifully. It's right. called eClinical Works, and it's $400 a month as a prescri- subscription. Yeah. But I can't communicate with epic. So now they're howling and moaning and groaning. Now, here's another legacy of Obamacare. Do you, those of you who weren't involved in the 2009 era, remember Obama getting up and saying, um, we don't want these high deductible policies. We want our people to not have to pay to go to a primary care physician. Right. Well, what is it's incredible. Guess what everybody has now? They're unable to afford it. They have they have very expensive um, deductibles. I printed out the list of my Obamacare patients. Mm-hmm. Some of them have fifteen thousand dollar deductibles. Fifteen thousand dollars, which is the only way they could afford it. Right. So now um, the out of pocket costs are skyrocketing. And guess what? Obamacare patients are doing. Mm-hmm. Not going to primary care visits because it's out of an out of pocket expense. Right. Um, so, I am not saying that we shouldn't have good health care available to people who don't have it now. Right. I'm not. I'm also not saying it's a right. It's a privilege and a right. 
Mm-hmm. You have to be a part of the system and do it do it appropriately and take care of yourself too. Right. But Obamacare is an unmitigated disaster. And it's exploding healthcare costs. What about people who don't have any of the insurances? Well, try to get Obamacare. And, yeah. and if you really can't afford it, there still are some subsidies yeah. where I've got people who are paying $10 a month for Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I apply for Medicaid. Right. Do it. You can't be turned down unless you apply for it. And uh, there are doctors who hate Medicaid. I love Medicaid. Mm-hmm. I'm being paid more now by Medicaid than I am by Medicare. Okay. okay. That was never the case. So you're being paid by the um, the system for Medicaid. poor people right? more than the system for seniors. That's exactly right. Right. Okay. Wow. Are we done? We're so close to being done. I didn't want you to start another I, sentence and not be able to You know, to the most it. disappointing time is mm-hmm. 1 o'clock right now, on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah well. Maybe someday, 10 hours. No, no, three <laughs> no. hours. No, maybe 15 minutes more. I don't know. We need more. We need more time. We only have about eight seconds. Thank you for listening. This is the Heart Health Radio Network. Find us on hearthealthradio.com. The proceeding was meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on what was just discussed, consult your medical doctor.